0: Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Christian high school and homeschooling curricula increasingly require a career prep class. Modern people think of a career as a lifetime occupation or profession that requires special training. But the word originated in the 16th century from the French carrière, meaning road, from the Italian carrière, meaning racecourse, and it's based on Latin carus, which means a wheeled vehicle. So career refers to the general course of action or movement of one's life. To assume that career means a job is the assumption of an industrialized society that places work outside the home as more important than work inside the home. So assuming they can't just give it the heave-ho, what should a Christian curriculum do about the flummeries of career prep class? Three suggestions. First, it can't be androgynous. The calling and roles of men and women are different. Men need to develop a plan for a career. Women need to develop skills for being faithful homemakers patterned after the Proverbs 31 woman who works from home, is productive, hardworking, skilled at management, and able to conduct family business. It's not that women will never or should never work outside the home. It's that girls shouldn't be burdened by career expectations. Second-wave feminist Betty Friedan's book, The Feminine Mystique, argues that domesticity is immature and detracts from a woman's full human identity. A fully developed, mature, and intelligent woman needs a career outside the home, Betty Friedan argued. When boys and girls are together in a career prep class... They are each equally surrounded by the expectation for a career outside the home. This is the world imagined by Betty Friedan and Simone de Beauvoir. When girls are surrounded by the assumption of a career, guess what happens? The career is assumed to be higher, something that needs preparation. Here is a common pattern for Christian young ladies. They graduate high school and go to college. After five years, they graduate college, probably with debt. They get married and get a job. After a year or two at the job, they have a child and quit the job, living the rest of their life as a wife, mother, and homemaker. So in this pattern, what does the girl need preparation for? The two-year career or the rest of her life as a wife and mother? The female energy should be harnessed, to the human and creative purpose of the family for the simple reason that domestic work is not inferior. In society today, the levelers see no distinction between male and female. Girls breathe in the societal air and intuit a low view of motherhood. For modern people, stay-at-home moms are strange creatures. The need of the day is to capture the imaginations of girls and show the beauty of being a wife and mother. This is done in G.K. Chesterton's Essays on the Family, where he establishes the dignity and humanity of homemakers. Students in a career prep class can read a selection of Chesterton essays, including Women in the Workplace and in the Home, The Wildness of Domesticity, The Drift from Domesticity, The Emancipation of Domesticity, The Dignity of Domesticity, and The Feminist in the Factory. The second characteristic of a Christian career prep class would be that it can't be called career prep. Jean-Jacques Rousseau thought of work as obscuring human nature rather than fulfilling it. Work was the result of some fatal accident which should never have happened and need not continue. In contrast, Christians view work as a blessing from God. Serving others through labor testifies to the usefulness and purpose of man on earth. Providing subsistence for yourself and your family through labor locates human dignity in the energies of sweat, diligence, character, and intelligence. Covenant children should be prepared for a lifetime of work, which is an altogether more expansive thing than a job. Christians are obliged to work, not merely for subsistence's sake, but to keep alive, to keep self-respect, and to flee sloth. A theology of work is the indispensable condition upon which a career rests, and not just a career, but the entirety of household responsibilities for men and women alike. Maybe a class called Christian Vocation would be more fitting than Career Prep. St. Augustine's On the Work of Monks will teach students the Christian Imperative of Work. And then the third characteristic is that it can't neglect responsibility. Responsibility implies the force of obligation that has a social character. Parents are responsible to care for their children, and children submit to their parents. A teacher is responsible to teach students, and students are responsible to learn. A magistrate is responsible to reward good and punish evil, and citizens are responsible to respect and honor them. Duties abound in one direction or another. For a young man to think about his future is to think about the responsibility of taking a wife and creating a new family, providing for it, and making a new Christian household. Young people need to learn to take responsibility for a family sooner rather than later, before sexual urges conquer their souls. The default of human nature is that desire wins over duty. Growing up into maturity means receiving divinely assigned responsibilities and forming a path that resolves the tension between duty and desire. Finding joy in the Christian life is catching a vision that responsibility and happiness are not mutually exclusive. To that end, a Christian vocation class is preparation for the home. G.K. Chesterton said that only domestic education is particularly true. This is essential, lest Christian families continue as the pipeline for secular society, which currently is a partnership to destroy the family, marriage, the marriage act, children, and the soul. There is a distinctly Christian social-cultural An economic structure that cultivates the interest of the Christian family rather than flatters the college admissions office, the corporate boardroom, or government bureaucrats. The opening line of G.K. Chesterton's The Everlasting Man explains that there are two ways of getting home, and one of them is to stay there. Chesterton argued that domestic life is the larger matter. Commercial or official life is the lesser matter. Providing conversation, culture, meals, and moral support for your own child is more important than social work for 100 children absorbed by the system. Robert Farrar Capone's Bed and Board will stroke the stunted imagination of students to shoulder the responsibilities of creating a robust Christian home, and Pope Leo XIII's 1891 Rerum Noverum can inspire students to build a household economy. In conclusion, to essay something is to attempt, and this entire proposal should come with a trigger warning for those evangelicals who operate with the assumptions of modern society. But that's entirely the point. What would it look like to have a career prep class that operated on different assumptions? feminism's inflexible insistence on working outside the home effectively cast cold water on the household. It imagined that in the triumph of liberation, women's unhappiness would wither away. That, of course, has not happened, and Christians need not be embarrassed about educating students in a way that Gloria Steinem finds inconceivable. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website at Trinity That's trinityreformedkirk.com.